0: This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. Year after year, my brother and I waited for our favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys, to win an NFL championship. They finally did it. And boy, do I remember it well. The date was January 16th, 1972. I was about two months shy of turning 10 years old. My brother and I had a favorite football team, the Dallas Cowboys. That day, the Cowboys were playing the Miami Dolphins in Super Bowl VI. The game was played at Tulane Stadium in New Orleans. The temperature was 39 degrees, which is still the coldest Super Bowl ever. The Cowboys had just won nine games in a row, including a 20 to 12 win over the powerful Minnesota Vikings in the playoffs, and a 14 to 3 win over the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game. We knew Dallas was a very good football team and they were favored to defeat the Dolphins. We were still pretty nervous, though. Would 1972 finally be the year? This was the sixth year in a row that the Cowboys were playing in the postseason. In 1966, they lost the heartbreaker to the Green Bay Packers, 34-27, in the NFL championship game. One year later, they lost yet another heartbreaker to the Packers, 21-17, in what would become known as the Ice Bowl. In 1968 and 1969, Dallas would lose in the playoffs to the Cleveland Browns. Then in 1970, they finally made it to the Super Bowl, only to lose to the Baltimore Colts on a last-second field goal. They became known as the team that couldn't win the big game. We will now begin the first quarter. Miami won the toss and elected to receive, but they went three and out and were forced to punt. Dallas took over, and after gaining one first down, they too were forced to punt. After a not-so-good punt, the Dolphins took over at their 42-yard line. A crushing block by guard Larry Little and cornerback Herb Adderley sprung fullback Larry Zonta for a 12-yard gain, and Miami became the first team to cross the 50-yard line. But on the very next play, Zonta fumbled, and Dallas recovered the ball. The Cowboys seemed intent on establishing their passing game early. They were not having much success due, in large part, to a strong Miami pass rush. The Cowboys did manage to get a first down though, which was followed by two big runs by Walt Garrison that gained 18 yards. But again, they went to the air and Roger Staubach was sacked for a 12-yard loss. On second and 22, Staubach connected with Bob Hayes for an 18-yard gain. On third and four, Staubach connected with Dwayne Thomas for a gain of 13 yards. A three-yard run by Thomas made it second and goal from the six-yard line. But the next two plays gained just two yards and Dallas settled for a field goal and a three to zero lead. The first quarter did not end well for the Dolphins. On second and 10, Bob Greasy dropped back to pass and was chased down by Larry Cole and Bob Lilly, and dropped for a 29-yard loss. Miami ended the first quarter with zero yards passing. Second quarter, the Dolphins punted from their end zone to begin the second quarter. A good punt gave the Cowboys possession at their own 45. Two good runs by Walt Garrison and Dwayne Thomas gave Dallas a first down at the Miami 45. But surprisingly, they didn't stick with their running game, even though they were having great success. Three passes in a row knitted only four yards, and the Cowboys were forced to punt. Miami took over at its 20. Jim Kick ran for nine yards, and Larry Zonka got a first down, On second and one. From there, Reese connected with Howard Twilley for 20 yards. It looked like Miami might finally be putting together a good drive, but the next three plays didn't produce a first down and they attempted a long field goal, which was missed. Dallas took over at its 20. After a 10-yard run by Dwayne Thomas, it was Garrison's turn. Aided by a big block by guard Blaine Nye on middle linebacker Nick Bonacani, Waltz gained 17 yards. But the drive fizzled when tight end Mike Ditka dropped a pass on third and nine. Dallas punted, but then the Dolphins quickly went three and out. From their own 23-yard line, the Cowboys put running back Dwayne Thomas to work. First, he ran for four yards. Then he caught a screen pass and gained enough yardage for a first down. Two more runs by Thomas gained enough for another first down. The next two plays gained just one yard. But on third and nine, starback hit receiver Lance Owerth for a 27-yard gain. Calvin Hill, who was not expected to play, due to a knee injury, ran for 13 yards. He followed that run with a six yard run and then a four yard run. At that point, Staubach connected with Lance Alworth for a touchdown. Miami had one more possession before halftime. Greasy connected with Paul Warfield for a big gainer that put the Dolphins in field goal range. Garrow, your kick was good and the half ended with Dallas ahead 10-3. The first half had been completely dominated by the Cowboys, but they only led by a touchdown. If the Dolphins hoped to make a comeback, they would have to find a way to shut down the Cowboys' running game, something they hadn't been able to do up to this point. We will continue with the second half in next week's edition. Now a word about one of our sponsors, Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Use promo code SHN when you sign up today and you will receive a 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, ThriveFantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at SportsHistoryNetwork.com.